0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Road Roto- Going for the Green PGA betting podcast today. We've already done our DFS podcast where we covered uh, all the options and roster construction questions on DraftKings with Nelson. Now it's uh, Davis Matic, myself, and Colin Drew today. We're going to go through a bunch of the betting markets on FanDuel I've already splashed out on some outrights. Uh, you know, the, the tough thing about betting outrights at the Masters is you don't really want to bet too many because you, you really feel like everyone deeper than, like, 70 to 1 is almost dead, like, pr- like drawing. Pr- and now, I did bet one guy deeper than that, uh, Zalatoris, because Nelson gave us that, uh, that tip that he was working with some of the guys who worked with Bryson when he was younger. But it's, it's pretty – you pretty much want to stick to the top.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely agree with that. Feels like, you know, you're going to have some sweats with these guys going into the weekend for sure. And there are definitely going to be guys that can first round lead and, and all that. But yeah, by the, the time the back nine and Sunday rolls around, it's usually a class field. And that definitely feels like the case with some of the best players coming in with good form this year. You know, I can sell myself into like guys at 60 to one is like perhaps being a live ticket, but a lot of the guys deeper than that, you know, is, it, it's a long shot for a reason.
0: Yeah. So I, I thought the good place to start today would actually probably be something that, that you are familiar with because you have legal sports betting where you are now, or you're at least able to drive to it. Yeah. Um, the risk-free bets, right? Uh, FanDuel does these, uh, all these sports books are doing these to to attract new customers and just thinking like, your $500 risk-free bet, like, what is the right way to utilize that? My, my sense is that it? It uh, you know, it hashtag depends on your goals. Like, obviously, the freedom to be like, oh, I'm plunking down five hundred dollars on the DJ outright there, and my my exponential return is is massive in terms of you know Fanduel site credit or whatever. And then the more risk averse approach would be like, oh, I'm betting this on a minus one eighty head to head fave, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna take the cash.
1: Yeah, definitely. I you know. There, whenever these sports books launch in new states, and for me, I'm like 10 minutes from the Virginia border. And so Virginia just w- went live within the past like six weeks. And so there's tons of promos to sign up new users and they're willing to give away a lot of money, obviously, because they think the users will be valuable over the course of their lifetime. And yeah, FanDuel, it's like $1,000. Um, other books offer similar competitive things. And I think um, the way to play those, they also offer for specials. And the reason I'm thinking about driving over this week is you know, for the masters, there are typically boosts that they offer in addition to the deposit wagers. And so if I'm going to make that drive and, and get some sweat bets. in, I feel like I want to maximize all the expectation that I can. And I do think I have to bet the thousand dollars, right? Like they're giving you that free bet. Like, so that's the first thing I think is you, you kind of got to maximize whatever you can out of the free bet. Cause you're not going to get that opportunity again, once you've signed up. And so that's like the first thing. And from there, I've kind of been deciding whether or not to try to, like arbitrage two different lines, which I'm kind of leaning against, and instead I feel like the the longest shot bet that I can find that is like still plus EV with reasonable odds, I think is where I'm going to land. So perhaps putting all thousand dollars on like a Patrick Cantlay to win ticket or Xander or something like that.
0: Yeah, well, I definitely uh, I think you should do I think you should do Xander because he is my favorite bet um, in terms of the probability to win the market expectations for him right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Xander is 25 to 1. I, I just, I mean, like he's, I, I can't imagine not betting that. I can't imagine seeing that number and not betting it. He's the world number six right now. You know, I, I mean, I think he is probably at the high end. His high end game is probably a little bit better than Can'tley, But obviously the huge change to the outright markets is, Jordan is now trading at 11 to one. He's just sucking all that win equity out of the top of the market.
1: Well, So, and, you know, we're going to be going through the FanDuel Sportsbook prices on this show. Um, And I think the other thing I've noticed with that is that Lee Westwood has actually been given a pulse in all these betting markets as well. And a lot of the work that our partners at Golf view shows that Lee Westwood probably doesn't have that much of a chance to win this event. He definitely shouldn't be regarded as one of the top end golfers. And so you're kind of getting some value because of that, and so I, I've tried to figure out opportunities where you can take advantage of that And sort of that mid-tier of player. Seems like that's where some of the value is. Um, Patrick Cantlay at 22-1 to 1 was one of the other guys. In addition to Xander, I had my eyes on, and Cantlay has been, you know, since the calendar year of he he's actually been, like, the leader in this field as far as total strokes gained with a lot of that coming tee to green. Now, that's not to say Cantlay is the best player in the world but he has played better than most of these other players over a three month stretch and he's been right up there with you know with Bryson with Spieth with Rom with DJ and so I think that's a pretty nice number and can't lay it's track record at Augusta is solid as well
0: yeah um all right so the top of the board I kind of this is the way I think that it is optimal to bet the Masters I think you should bet one of the favorites right so the super favorites are Bryson, Dustin, Spieth, JT, Rahm, and then Rory is actually down at 19-1. to 1. And th- This is what I bet. I bet Bryson at 12. I bet Cantley at 20. I bet Xander at 24. And then I bet so- I- Scheffler and Zalatoris are-, are the guys that I have locked in. I feel pretty comfortable with that. If I was mathing it out instead of being a homer, I would bet DJ or Rom instead of Bryson at the top, but I feel comfortable with that approach. One guy in the teens, uh, two guys in the twenties, and then, you know, maybe two or three guys deeper than that.
1: Yeah. I I think that's probably pretty good. I know Rom is a guy that pops really strongly in the data golf model. What I actually did was kind of use their baselines, but ran my own custom SIM. And so I respect Spieth a lot more than their model does right now. And so I wanted to understand if I said Spieth was, maybe he's not priced fairly, but he's like a top seven player in the world or top 10 player, what does that do? And making some of those adjustments to, to Spieth and you know to DJ and kind of pulling Rom closer to DJ, um, I, I would probably bet Rom at like 13 to one, which is where he was when FanDuel opened, but he's down to 12 to one now. And I may still bet it for like the the sweat bet, but I think that's kind of like the breaking point at the top end for the player I want to bet and like the price where I consider it like plus EV or not.
0: Yeah. Um, Do you consider, well, the one other really interesting one is if you buy into the Brooks narrative, right. The, the Brooks major championship narrative, 28 to one is like, it's gotta be the lowest he's been at a major championship in a while. I know he's been hurt. Um, he's been, he said, he's made a couple of social media posts about like, you know, I've been rehabbing my knee night and day to get ready for this. I, I would not bet this. Yeah, I don't, I I'm not do touting it, but I do know that this is probably, if he plays well here and seems to be healthy, this will be the lowest number. He will be at a major championship all year long.
1: Yeah, I don't, I can't do it. Um, I was actually looking, it did look like there was maybe a chance to bet him to, make the cut which had some value but um i i don't think i can do the outright price here
0: yeah um i do we uh do we want to tell ta- i i do think scheffler at 47 to 1 is good i think zalatoris and connor's at 95 if you were going to bet someone deeper
1: thing is like i was just like looking and i was just like i would just cash out like if they give me a offer on sunday to cash out like yeah you would just want to cash that out regardless of and I, I therefore, I was just, that's not a guy I'd be looking to back. I'd probably try to see if I can get value out of that type of player in like a top 20 market. Or if you are going to do the outright, try to pair a top 20 bet alongside it and kind of reduce your stake. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say Burger 37 to 1, I think was like fringy for me as well. Um, he, like he's been playing really solid. And a, another one of those players that, especially since the calendar flipped, has been playing really well coming in. In a lot of that tee to green, but the short game has been good as well. So I think Berger at 37 to one is, is okay. Not in love with it. Um, And then the other guy just like had been back and forth with so many different times throughout the course of the year, but like Jason day, 60 to one.
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't do it, but I know why you'd want to do it. I mean, he look major championship winner, good putter, all of those things but i just and uh I'm, like, I'm not really that into he's it he's
1: been so like the reason it's so tempting is he actually has been bad with the short game this year and like long term we know he should be world class he's been losing like a third of a stroke per round and he's been gaining stroke tee to the green gaining strokes off the tee so it feels like the long game has been there for day and um you would expect the short game to click eventually but yeah that's why you're getting 60 to 1 and not like a 40 to 1 price or whatever
0: yeah um all right so let's start going through some of the head-to-heads the first one that leaps off the page even at the big juice justin thomas minus 142 over jordan Speeth. i mean even speed that is speediest this feels this feels like you should i mean it feels like you could lay like minus 181 minus 180 for jt uh,
1: yeah i'm not quite there just because i'm like definitely buying into the resurgence of speeth a little bit more than you are and I don't know, like a 50 cent spread between these lines just feels like there can't possibly be value in it. They've obviously taken money on JT at some point. And um, yeah, so I I think I'm going to pass there. I I think it's probably a fair line, but I was a little bit surprised to see Bryce and DJ as a coin flip. And I I would prefer the DJ side of that coin flip, I think. I'm assuming you're on Bryce's side there. um, But I was curious in a head-to-head which one you would take.
0: I would take Bryson. I mean, because that's that's also correlated with the rest of my action, though. Like in DFS, I'm going to be on Bryson. I bet the Bryson outright, so I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be hedging myself out there. I mean, if if this wager was made in a total vacuum and I wasn't being – davis matic and i wasn't i didn't have the associated stuff i would i would take dj
1: and i think like i feel like the argument for bryson to win is a more convincing argument than the like bryson median performance is better than the dj yeah
0: uh i think that's i think that's true but i mean you know the the gpp bryson strategy remains in play like you just you know he's going for 64s every round yeah
1: so this bet has to be one you click because you you said you were you know, we both like Xander and Cantley a little bit. You like Xander at 25 to one and Xander is getting a plus price for his patch of Cantlay head to head. So you like yeah. the Xander side of that plus price, I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and that's one that I can bet without hating myself later where I get plus money on a guy I like, but if Cantlay outperforms Xander and they're both inside, you know, the top eight or whatever, I'm likely having a pretty good week regardless another interesting one because these are both guys the data golf doesn't like is morikawa versus kepka minus 126 for morikawa minus 102 for brooks kepka um if brooks is hurt and not playing even at his normal baseline you are going to want to shovel in against him i would think
1: yeah I, i think that makes sense the other guy i thought plus price was pretty decent on Terrell haddon versus hideki matsuyama um so I was looking for an opportunity shortly, Westwood here as well, but Finau is almost minus 200, which seems fair.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I think some of the more interesting ones are a little bit further down the board, like Zalatoris versus broken Justin Rose. I mean, there's the, there's like the WD stuff in play with Justin Rose. Like if he's just not feeling it, maybe he walks off. In fact, Zalatoris minus 150 over Rose. I think I'm going to add that one to my slip right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. Um, I also think there's some other guys where like the stage, like like Ian Poulter is only minus one and two versus Cam Champ. And um, there's no data necessarily to back that up, but I feel like Poulter definitely more of a grinder. Camp Champ, definitely a guy that could eject pretty heavily on the setup. But um yeah, I think for head to heads, those were the ones I was mostly interested in. For the top 10, top 20 markets, um, I thought. The most appealing bet to me was out of both of those was Matthew Fitzpatrick plus 450 to top 10. And I don't expect Fitzpatrick to win, but I definitely think that he can contend at Augusta, especially if the course plays tough, which the reviews make it seem like it will play tougher than it did in November. Yeah.
0: Yeah so rory plus 175 for the t10 i mean this dude just backdoors t10s at every major championship it's like even even sad rory is going to be sitting there ready to backdoor the t10 at augusta that one that feels like a that feels like a super strong wager to me um Xander also to finish t10 maybe i will maybe i will um you know, like decrease my variance a little bit this week since I'm going to be putting so many bets out. Maybe I'll bet more T10s and T5s just as, a you know, especially on guys like Rory, guys like Xander, um, guys like Scheffler, guys like Connors, who I like, but their win equity is just so much of it is captured by Rahm and Bryson and DJ.
1: Yeah. And I I know, especially for events like this, you know, we both have two different sides of our brains. Some, sometimes we're looking for an edge and looking to bet. And sometimes we're looking for some action and the outright bets are definitely more about the action. Definitely want to make sure you're responsible with your bankroll and what you're putting into play there. Um, The, you know, top 20 or the matchup bets, I think you can be a little bit more aggressive on and maybe look for the edge there. Some of my favorite bets were actually in the to miss the cut market. So my favorite bet probably of the tournament is Lee Westwood plus 250 to miss the cut.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a really good one because the the market is just vastly overrating this run of form from Lee Westwood. It's got him um, priced, yeah.
1: you know, similar levels to like Daniel Berger, Adam Scott, J M. and you don't see that carry through to the matchups, right? Clearly the matchups shorted Lee Westwood very heavily and took action there. Um, compared to Tony Finau, but when you look at the to miss the cut price on those guys it's just you know not reconciling there. So I do like fading Westwood and betting him to miss the cut.
0: Yeah, that one that one does feel that one does feel pretty strong. Uh, what about uh, Spieth to miss the cut? Let's go let's go and find this. So Spieth to miss the cut is plus 480. Now obviously you'd you'd much rather make this bet with regular rules right t65 and cuts and it's, it's so hard to miss the cut at the masters but if you're looking to be anti speeth this is probably this is probably your wager i mean it's uh it's it's gonna feel gross but like i i am just looking to get action against jordan in general because i think the market is overpricing him i don't know 10 to 15 percent in terms of skill level and so if you can get, if you can get good action on him there, cause right now, Fandle's not offering a ton of head to heads. Now they'll offer more as the tournament gets closer and you'll be able to bet him in more ways. But I just, I just want to be against Spieth, which is, um, you know, going to be a terrible position come Sunday, obviously.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Um, I, I like Like I said, I'm not necessarily there, but um, I can see it. And I do think, It seems like if you see guys that are, you're like, wow, there's no chance I would bet that guy at that price in outright markets. Those are pulling through and aligning with their to make miss the cut markets. So I think those are pretty good markets to look at if you see discrepancies that you want to take advantage of. The other ones I think potentially interesting, um, first round leader, a lot of these guys are similar to guys we liked throughout the tournament, but they happen to have earlier tee times on Thursday, typically slightly better scoring conditions early in the day and probably even more so if Augusta does play firm and fast as they expect. So some of the names that we rattled off are actually in this, that like we liked decently as outrights are actually in the early wave on Thursday. So I think um, John, John Rahm, Xander, Daniel Berger, and Wills Al Torres. So Wills, is 55 to one to be first round leader. Oh,
0: Lock that up. That's making the card.
1: So I like him, you know, my brain likes that more and thinks that's more live than him actually winning for four rounds. But obviously it's a lower payout because more randomness obviously goes into who's leading after one day than four.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that one. I, I think, I mean, first round leader bets are uh first round leader bets are just going to be, they're just going to be the best. Do we want to build a big uh, making the cut parlay here? Do We want to build like a, a 10 guy, make the cut parlay.
1: Yeah, I we we can do that. Uh that they'll actually let you take action on that. But um we can definitely build a make uh, make or miss the cup parlay. I also thought Will Z, you probably I know we talked on the fantasy episode about the first time or narrative at Augusta, but you could probably bet him to be the top debutant at Augusta as well. And I think Carlos Ortiz is probably I can't think of another guy off the top of my head besides Carlos Ortiz who's like a debutante that projects pretty well in our fantasy model
0: yeah i mean willie z willie z is going to get that one for us as well we'll definitely go through the tournament special so these are the dudes i would want in my make the cut parlay rom obviously jt cantley Xander, rory hovland paul casey which i you know i would never say fitzpatrick um i think i would want to throw fleetwood in there and i would want to put neiman and zalatoris in there and i think you could build that one and you could get it pretty close to plus money i i would imagine
1: buddy that's a that's a lot of names just to get pretty close to plus money
0: <laughs> well th- i mean that's the point right yeah i gotta you gotta, I, you gotta I, throw them in there
1: like it better when you, you sprinkle a few long shots in there and so you you go with guys to make the cut and you you mix in like a you have like the Daniel Burgers who you, Paul Casey's like the guys who have kind of like more narrow bands of performance. And then you, you know, like Webb Simpson and then X plus prices in there with like some of the other guys that are a bit longer shots.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, you could throw a Danny Willett in there. You could throw a Michael Thompson in there. I mean, so many guys are going to make the cut here, you know, a Palmer in there, Dylan Fratelli in there, something like that. I would definitely say you, you, you are right. Definitely cannot parlay this though. Well, it uh there are there are some books that will let you I mean FanDuel will occasionally that's another thing is they are um still gonna run more promotions for this that are not all the way out yet. I would yeah, definitely they do some
1: same game parlay stuff.
0: Yeah, they they love the same game parlay, so I would definitely keep your uh I would definitely keep your eye out there. Um Zalotaurus is plus one ten. top debutant that that's a bet i mean carlos ortiz mcintyre strafasi joe long and charles osborne um i mean you're you're really that's like uh that's like a three ball between Zalatoris, ortiz and mcintyre and Zalatoris is a lot better than those guys what about top senior you might think oh well this is just bernie langer right it's bernie langer every year it's not because mickelson now qualifies for this, which I I actually think is an interesting wrinkle Who to this market. would take Mickelson versus the field? See, I think at plus four seventy, I would rather bet Bernie. I would literally rather bet Bernie Langer. With now, I I did see our old friend Tim Frank at Fantasy Golf Man tweet that Mickelson has been playing better, strokes gained tee to green over the last couple events than he was uh, in his nightmare form from last year. But I just I I I don't know. I just feel like Phil's lost the magic.
1: Well, I for, for sure. And, like, the, the Phil thing is, like, he could just take it out himself. Like, it, it's not these other guys necessarily going low, but, like, Phil could just eject completely. And yeah, he
0: could just shoot an 81 and just be done.
1: I, so, if I – like, right now, Phil's minus 115. I'd, if they had a Phil versus the field, I think that would be a pretty compelling bet, and I would probably lean with the field if you yeah. were able to get, like – you know, minus one ten, Phil versus the field, minus one ten. I think I picked the field, so I don't think I could take Phil at the number.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, top USA player is a little bit interesting because you you obviously basically you take Rory out of there, um, you take you take Rom out of there, so then it becomes Dustin, Bryson, Speef, JT Cantley. I, I actually think DJ at 550 here is uh is kind of interesting because that takes the rom and the rory equation out of it which are two guys you know i who it's a huge amount of win equity there
1: um yeah i i was like not smart enough to figure out how to price this market quickly i know data golf has the u.s minus 140 so they don't see that as vettable but if it feels like this is the type of market where there could just be a bunch of a bunch of hidden rake and not sure how to price it. So probably not betting any of the uh, winning region, winning nationality markets. But um, the one that was compelling a little bit was, was Spain just cause you get Rom and Sergio, but it feels like that's not a big enough price to bundle in with Rom to go from like 12 to one to plus 950.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. We have some group betting here. So this is just through all four days of the tournament. FanDuel has these available. Rom versus Rory versus Cantlay versus Xander. This is get, like, this is, this is. Here. oh, sorry. This is group B. So it's Rom plus 175, Rory plus 240, Cantlay plus 300, Xander plus 320. I think that this is probably a rake trap one, but it, I just <laughs> want to bet Xander here. I just really want to bet Xander here.
1: Yeah, I would probably, I mean, it's close, right? Um, I would take Cantlay.
0: Yeah. Can't lay at uh, can't 300. lay at 300,
1: but that's, a uh, group.
0: so that, well, the interesting groups are the ones without. So the, e- Go I ahead. like
1: group D. So group yeah. D is pretty interesting to me because we want to find ways to short Lee Westwood. I also am open to shorting Paul Casey, who's been ball striking beautifully, but he's been running insanely hot with a short game. And we know that that's kind of baked into his performance numbers for the last three months, but we know long-term Paul Casey's short game is a mess. And so. Yes, I guess it definitely benefits ball strikers, but I think both Westwood and Paul Casey are inflated. And so you can get Tony Finau plus 175 versus that group. And um, it also includes Cam Smith, but I like Finau out of group D. Yeah,
0: I, I like that one. I like that one as well. Another one of the interesting groups I thought was group E. That's Daniel Berger plus 230, Scheffler plus 250, Webb two. Plus 260, Sung J plus 270. So this is just a super flat group. So if you had a lean on any of those guys, Burger, Scheffler, Webb, Sung Jay, you'd be getting plus odds there. My I think my lean there would actually be the favorite with uh with Burger.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these groups definitely that I mean that one especially is pretty flat and competitive. Um and then the other group I found was fairly interesting. I don't think I can pull the trigger, but group H, like you have name value players who have done well at Augusta, but don't necessarily have good form this year. So you have Justin Rose plus 300, Bubba Watson plus 250, Adam Scott plus 220. I think, you know, Rose has his form just hasn't been there. He has a lot of public appeals, same with Watson. And then Zala Torres is plus 230 in that group. So I thought that one was interesting. Probably not a bet one for me, but... Perhaps one where like these other three guys are a little bit inflated.
0: Yeah. All right. Do we want to take a look at, uh, at some of the specials?
1: Yeah. I haven't looked at these yet. So we'll be going, going, we'll be doing this one live, Davis.
0: Okay. This is if there is any hole in one, so tournament hole in one minus 176. So basically that's any of the par threes, not just 16. This is minus 176. I think I would rather bet hole-in-one on the 16th hole at plus 110 because i i can't even remember the other par threes really playing that way but it feels like with the way they set it up on sunday it literally like i just feel like every year someone banks in the hole-in-one to ruin round four showdown
1: it is definitely felt like that this year and um quickly going to the google machine you can see that there have been a bunch of hole-in-ones um and especially in recent memory and how much of that is just like a recent memory thing versus the truth. I, I would still be inclined to bet no hole in one this year. Um, if I could only choose one that from this price plus plus one All
0: right. Uh, that one's, that one's interesting. Okay. Uh, to birdie 13 all four days. So that is the dog leg left par five. This is the ease. This is the this- one that generates the most scoring.
1: This is the one where I just have to, you know, be responsible gaming advocate and say, there's just (laughs) no way (laughs) that these are good prices because your guys got to make the cut, which like maybe even the best players are only 80% to make the cut. And then they also have to birdie those holes all the days. And the course is expected to play more difficult this year. So I'm going to say, do not bet the birdie all four days markets.
0: Well, I'm probably going to go <laughs> ahead. I'm probably going to go ahead and bet Xander plus 820 to birdie 13 all four days because um, one I just think that correlates very well with Xander to win the tournament outright obviously. So what you what you this is actually this is very similar to like when we do the Gilcast podcast for betting the Super Bowl where you you, you don't parlay all your bets but you try and correlate them to a single result right so like obviously if you that are you betting get
1: the, the risk of ruin without the upside of the parlay
0: <laughs> exactly you understand yeah it, it's uh this is like four and a half x kelly is is kind of the is kind of the goal here where you want to you want to risk as much as possible on one result in markets that have you know 37 percent rake as opposed to uh you know just betting just betting the other way around so xander Plus eight twenty to birdie thirteen all four days.
1: So let's let's wrap it with your th- with our each of our three favorite bets of the tournament. I can go first. Um, I think Patrick Cantlay twenty two to one outright. The Matthew Fitzpatrick plus four fifty to top ten, and then Lee Westwood to miss the cut plus two fifty are my favorite bets this week.
0: All right. So my first one is going to be Xander to win outright at 25 to 1, Bryson over DJ at -112 in head to head, and then Rory to top 10 at +190. Um, so that that basically sets me up with, with a leaderboard of, you know, Xander to win, Rory getting in there Bryson getting in there, you know. Bryson probably leading the tournament after Friday, and then smokes one into the trees uh, on 18 on Saturday, and makes like a makes like a, a seven on 18 on Saturday. That's definitely how I see this one playing out. And then sad Rory is languishing at t18, and then fires um, a 64 on Sunday to uh, creak back inside the top 10. That's how I see this one playing out. So there we go. Sad, sad to have no tiger here, you yeah, know, so it's a little bit of a bummer, but you know, should be good golf. Uh, what about, what about, uh, live betting? Are you going to set yourself up to do any live outright betting? Like, are you going to be trying to track it that way?
1: Uh, I won't be able to, cause I won't be able to work from Virginia, but definitely going to keep my eyes and things at the end of each round, just cause, um, a lot of times you can get some values there. Guys, you might have been interested in before the tournament. And then um they'll be updating that stuff with the weather forecast as well. So if there's like weather kicking up Friday, sometimes you can get value that way as well.
0: Yep. All right, everyone, the spieth promo, 25% off. You can uh you can get 25% off it with the promo code speeth, but the wrinkle there, if Jordan spieth wins, you get data golf, the, you get their stuff on Daily Rota, you get access to the optimizer and everything free for one year. Definitely make sure to check that out and we will be back next week.